Hey, what's up? Hey. Hi. Delicate Dominance Podcast. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. It's Auto at Queen P. Back again. Back at it again. Yeah. Episode 11. Yep. What? Day 14. Quarantine. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Shit, this ain't even 14. Is it 14? I don't know, girl. I just threw out a number. Oh, it ain't uh-huh. even 14. It's been like two days, y'all. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It just feel like 2000. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, and like I was telling you, being a homebody and shit, that ain't really shit to me, but when you get the option taken away from you, yeah. it feel different, you mm-hmm. know? Like, yeah. But, sure, right. I've been doing a lot to keep myself occupied, you know, catch it up on shows, put me together a little mm-hmm. list of things I want to do, like a little quarantine self-care, mm-hmm. you know, things Ooh, that's, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that I want to get done or whatever while, you know, I'm got all this free time and ain't shit open. Right, so. right. But yeah, it, it ain't been as bad as, you know, people portraying it to be, but mm-hmm. you know. What's what's the show? What's the show that been getting through you? Um, well, I finished Wu Tang. I've been watching oh, you. I, I started um uh, I finished season one of you, doing season two of you, and then I'm uh start Little Fires, which is uh I believe Hulu. I want to say mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I've been I've been switching back and forth between Hulu and Netflix. <laughs> it is. So yeah, you like that? I'm oh, good. Okay. Girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. I um I've been watching. Well, I started watching today. Fucking Ozark. That shit is out cold. Okay. okay. Um, I gotta get it, dig into it a little bit, you know, a little more. But that thing out cold, girl. Mm. That had me on the edge of my seat. Damn. Okay, I have to look into that one. Yeah. Um. So besides that, though, yeah. how was your week? Uh, week was pretty good actually. Um, I you know started my new position and everything. Pretty much, um, like everybody else doing home. Um, basically working from home or whatever, but this is like training from work and we just kind of been communicating through Zoom and it's been pretty straight. You know, the training is cool. It's nice. And then, uh, you know, I've still been doing my other little job or whatever, which is apparently in a central, you know, a hotel mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, one of them essential workers and shit. It's been dead as hell in there. So that's been kind of smooth. Um, the motherfuckers kind of pissed me off this weekend <laughs> only because it came to find out that Apparently, feeding us at the midnight shift for the hotel has been cut out of the budget. Wow. So, originally, of course, you know, they would make us a meal or whatever, the cooks and everything, you know, for the midnight shift. Mm-hmm. They cook for the engineer, for our security, and for, you know, night audit. Mm. I get in that bitch on Friday. I get in the kitchen. It's, it's dead. Mm-hmm. It ain't a light on. It ain't a piece of chicken frying. It ain't a piece of lettuce being cut. It, it's, it ain't shit popping in there. I'm like... Mm. Oh, they must have put my food to the side. Okay, let me go see what's up. I start looking around. I don't, I don't see no food. I don't sell no food. It ain't, it's, it ain't shit mm. going. I go up there raising all types of hell. I'm like, oh, so feeding us is out of the budget now? What's up? They're like, yeah, they send the cooks home at 8. Mind you, I don't get in there until 11. You know, I'm like, oh, y'all niggas is out cold. What time are they going home for? 12.30. A.M. <laughs> the wow. fuck? Yeah, you know, they would work to the nighttime. That's their normal schedule. But you know, a lot of them are on furlough. All of the managers are on furlough. Mm. Most of the employees are on furlough. They laid off a couple of the, well, temporary layoff, I guess, the engineers and temporary like. Temporary layoff. <laughs> I can help you. Yeah, I know. I know. It was wide open. But so it, it's literally probably about 
seven people on the schedule for the whole hotel. Mm. There's no housekeeping there for real. It might be housekeeping there from maybe oh, two to maybe five, six o'clock, something like that. Mm. I don't know how they doing the schedules like that, but you know, by the time I get there for like midnight, it's dead. Mm. But it's still, you know, an essential for like shelter those who won't be able to, who may not necessarily be able to be at home. Maybe they had like a power outage or just stuck you know, in another city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hotels are part of the essential workers. So we just still been working, you know. <coughs> so yeah, but that, that kind of disappointed me a little bit. But you know, so I, I just wish them assholes would have told me so I could have brought my lunch. I was in that bitch hungry as hell. Mm. Had to order some food. Mm. <laughs> Scary, but <laughs> but yeah, other than that, week was decent. What about yours? How was your week? Um, I can't complain because motherfuckers don't want to hear that shit right now. Um, so you like nigga, everybody got their own problem. Everybody got their own problem. They don't want to hear yours. Okay, found that out the hard way, but uh, it was cool. You know, I I did my um, you know. Did like all my grocery shopping pretty much, you know, like last, last week. So yeah, I hadn't same hadn't went out and you know what I'm saying had to do nothing really this week. I pretty much been in the house. Yeah. And so I had went out to, you know what I'm saying, found out that my um local herb shop is still open mm. and they're essential. I'm so happy about that. Nice. So I went there to go, you know what I'm saying, get some some herbs and no, I'm not talking about the weed spot, y'all, but they still open too because it is essential. Period. Um, I'm actually talking about actual an actual herb shop. Liquor stores open too. <laughs> Cause they're essential, right? But like I ain't mad though. A lot of our liquor stores double up as convenience stores too, though. Mm-hmm. That's so, what I was thinking. I get that. So um yeah, I just, you know, went out there and you know, it, I didn't feel like it was as bad or as scary as I thought, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't tarry too long. You know what I'm saying? I did what I had to do and got back in. And get the fuck out of there. Yeah. But it the the crazy part was I walked in the post office or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Had my little gloves on and shit. Walked in, then had a mask on. I looked around and I seen everybody had mask on. I was like, had to stifle that car right real quick. I was so scared. I'm like, damn. I got it because everybody else got masks on. I'm I'm out the I'm out the loop. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, face out free as hell. Exactly. Y'all got scared as hell. But mm-hmm. you know, I just did what I had to do, you know what I'm saying? Then try to keep to myself and got out of there. You know, people was pretty much staying six feet away now. Yeah. So, you know, but I got my little rinky ding mask now. Well, it ain't rinky ding, it's a pretty good one. Um, so I'm gonna put that bitch on when I'm in places. Yeah. If I ain't on the phone. Yeah. I'm sorry. I saw a bitch online whipped up the measuring tape on niggas like six feet, and I mean it. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, yeah. So I'm just gonna, uh, but I'm about to order me some cute ass masks. This lady got some, and they hot cheap, cheap as hell, and they washable. Yeah. So yeah, I saw a couple of them selling them on the gram or whatever. Yeah. How much? Because how much was it? I didn't see the prices on there. She was basically showing the pictures. I didn't really delve too deep into it because my brother sending me some. Okay. You got one extra one for your nigga. Uh-huh. Pretty sure you're going to send an abundance of them. I'll throw one your way. So, yeah. That's what's up. For sure. Okay. So, yeah. Before we get into our topic this week, um, I wanted to talk about something that's been kind of 
heavy on my heart. Oh man, for the last few months. Mm-hmm. And um that thing is Tank, the singer. Mm-hmm. Um Tank was under fire a few more than a few months ago, some months ago, mm-hmm. about some questionable shit that he said on Lip Service podcast. And I'm just here to say that the nerve of y'all niggas oh my gosh. to crucify Tank. First of all, this was an attack on Tank. They attacked him with the shit in the first three minutes of the podcast. Like, this happened in the first three minutes. Okay, refresh, refresh him on what happened, though. Okay, so... This is the instance when Tank said, what do you say? If you suck, you know what I'm saying? If you suck dick twice. Yeah. You tried once and you didn't decide you didn't like it. You tried again and you didn't like it. And that's, you know what I'm saying? That don't make you a dick sucker. You just tried it twice and you didn't like it either time. Yeah, which is questionable as hell for me. Uh, that was a little weird for me, but it's hey, questionable. I ain't even going to hold it's, you up on it's that. It's questionable. Somebody actually proved me. Proved me that to me that that is questionable. However, Tank didn't bring the dick sucking up. the The original conversation was about lying niggas. You know what I'm saying? So you know how niggas, how far niggas go with this black men don't cheat shit. Yeah. Tuh. You know what I'm saying? So he was A just facade. exact exactly. So he was just. I feel like he was just trying to. Ride for y'all niggas about the lie he was talking about. You know, if a nigga lie twice, that don't make him a liar. You know what I'm saying? And Angela Yee, old messy ass, (laughs) took it upon herself to be like, yeah, so if you suck two dicks, then. And so I felt like maybe Tank felt he was backed in the corner and was like, uh, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? But his original reference was to a nigga lying twice does not make him a liar. Right. So, yeah, okay, the shit he said was, the shit that Angela said and he responded to was suspect. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it ain't like he, he brought it up and was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You can suck two dicks. She brought it up. He just was like, I'm already out here, nigga. Yeah. I got to keep going. You know what I'm saying? I got to go ahead and jump. You know? And that's the thing. He just two seasons in the game to even have been backed up into a corner like that. Because my thing with everything is, Shit is subjective. It all depends upon True the that. situation. True you know that. what I'm saying? Because I feel like if you kill two motherfuckers, you a killer. You feel me? Mm. You, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you're right. So, you're so, right. You can't you're really, right. so you can't really use that with that. Like, if you yeah. lie twice, you might not necessarily be a liar because the, the, the spectrum of lying and killing the motherfucker is on two different levels. Right. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, it's dependent upon the situation, like most things. Mm-hmm. And I just would have hit him with that. Like, look. I don't know about that. I don't know about what y'all yeah, talking about, but okay. this is where I stand okay. on the shit. Okay. You know, like, I feel you. And I just feel like he should have hit him with something like that. He should have been a little more quick on his feet, especially right. when you're in an interview right. and you on a raunchy ass, risque right. type of show like lip service. You know they're about yeah. to try your ass in some shape, form, or fashion. Try you know, that nigga quick as hell. Yeah, they about to try the fuck out of you. So you you should have been more prepared. Okay, you, yeah, your antenna should have been up. I just want y'all niggas out there to admit that Tank went out on the limb for y'all, whether he was right or wrong or did the shit right or wrong. He went out there and did that shit for y'all. Yeah. And y'all left that nigga hanging. Y'all abandoned that nigga. Y'all left him out there by himself. Tank no walk. one stuck up Tank walk so you suspect niggas could run. <laughs> okay. Okay. Not suspect niggas. <laughs> <laughs>
I, I just had to say that just had been heavy on my heart, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do have to still acknowledge that you should have deflected that in some way. Yeah, okay, for I sure. understand that, but that wasn't his original argument, and you know what I'm saying? He did that shit for y'all lying ass niggas. Basically, close the book, case closed. Case closed on that okay. nigga. I, I feel you, Tank. You know what I'm saying? I understand your plight, my brother. Like I told you before, the only thing gotta do is just drop another hit. It most to be forgiven. You'll be all right. You'll be okay. Niggas and said and got away with worse. Uh, honestly. A lot worse, right. So he'll be, he'll be good. Shout hey. out to Tank. Hey, Tank. Yeah. Hey, hey, Tank. It's auto, Tank. It's <laughs> 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 your goofy ass. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. All to the top. You feel good? You feel liberated now? You yeah. That off your chest? I feel a lot better. I feel like that was weighing heavy on it your heart. Was. <laughs> it had been weighing heavy on my heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, on to this topic today. What are we talking about? Okay, so we're talking about... <laughs> I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Just the, we're purging off of corporate shit. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, basically, a lot of the, you know, you just changed jobs, and I suddenly, <laughs> <laughs> I suddenly just changed, transitioned as well, right? So you know, we want to just get that. Get that weight off of us, you know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. get some things off our chest that maybe we didn't think were in order, you know what I'm saying, to say at first, but now, you know, we yeah. can do so. We yeah. have that liberty. Yeah, and I know it's a lot of people out there in past jobs and current that do shit and have certain practices that you just don't agree with, yeah. that you just don't rock mm-hmm. with, that you just know for a fact are not just unethical, but just downright fucked up, you right. know? Right, yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's your first corporate purge, young lady? Um, well, first I want to talk about my um corporate status right now. Okay. <laughs> um my job fired me. Like, yeah. and you know, I had went back and forth about, you know what I'm saying, in my head about if I was actually gonna say this here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, I'm like, fuck it, you know what I'm saying? This is this is my baby full transparency. My job fired me, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And I had been there for some years, you know? And that's some shit that everybody had been through at a point in time. I mean, shit, I'd have been let go, yeah. you know, yeah. before. So I, I'm 100% These hoes ain't loyal. Yeah. These hoes not loyal. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about so, you. So I really wasn't surprised that I didn't think that I was expendable, expendable. But, you know what I'm saying, for it to be, like, a small business, mm-hmm. I just felt like, damn, at a time like this... That they wouldn't even that think to. was crazy. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know, but like I said, these hoes ain't loyal. You know what I'm saying? They don't have no reason to be loyal. They're a corporation and a job for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't fuck about, you know what I'm saying, what's going on with you personally or not. You know? Which they really should. Because the thing is that the way that you, you treat right. people, yeah, you right. it depends on a lot of shit. Now, what if you was a crazy ass bitch that just decided to go and cocktail that motherfucker right. at, you know, at any given right. day or just go postal in that bitch. You right. know? The way that you treat people and the way that you go about certain things play a huge factor in the way your business runs. Yeah. You know? True that. You cannot just shit on and just treat your employees any type of way. Mm-hmm. I- I'm sorry. Yeah. You right. True that. But 
it's like I kind of should have knew that it was it, it wasn't going to be much there for me, you know what I'm saying? Because it was not, not that this matters, you know what I'm saying? But it was not people of our ethnicity that ran this place, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But for the people that were there, some people that were there that were of his ethnicity weren't treated the best yeah. either, you know what I'm saying? But they just run some rinky-dink shit anyway. Because, you know, you have like multi-billion dollar entrepreneurs like Mark Cuban, things given basically tips on how to treat the employees. You know, he had kind of had like this thing that uh, actually an article somebody sent me about how to treat your employees during like this COVID-19 shit. Mm -hmm. And it can affect how your business run and your business reputation for mm -hmm. decades. You know, mm -hmm. if you just kind of shit on everybody during this whole thing, not pay your employees while they off work, mm -hmm. you know, not offering them jobs when it's time to come back. And it, you know, just the way that you handle this shit, it will affect your business for a long amount of time. And that's just basically what he spoke on. And this is a multi-billion dollar man. This man mm -hmm. is worth a gang of money. Right. You know, and he gets it. So it's just kind of like y'all smaller businesses and shit like that got a lot of fucking nerve right. to even carry on like that and to be treating employees that way, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, that does make sense. You know what I'm saying? If you make sure your you know what I'm saying employees are happy, they can be happy in your workplace. You know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Shit, even down to like, even like down to like the president and shit like that. I just think he funny as hell about how he handling this whole shit. But it, it <laughs> yeah, just, it's it, it, and, and that's what I'm just kind of like talking to somebody about like, you know, a lot of the rebellion and a lot of the people who are, you know, with COVID-19 shit who aren't really fully complying with the quarantine shit. It really is kind of like a trust thing with a lot of people. I'm finding out. It's like, if you don't trust your government, you're going to feel like this is kind of like an attempt to control you, mm -hmm. attempt to, you know, kind of get martial law implemented and, mm -hmm. and just all types of shit. So, yeah, you're going to rebel. You know, mm -hmm. you think about places like China and Italy where there is more compliance, things like that is because their government is ran different mm -hmm. than how it is here. So you got a lot of motherfuckers in here rebelling and not assisting with, quote unquote, flattening the curve of this shit. Because they do not trust the government. They don't give a fuck about none of that. They don't care about mm -hmm. nothing that they're saying. They don't care about none of that shit. Right. And they're just having Trump being the driver of this bus ain't helping. Because right. a lot of motherfuckers that don't trust him, period. Right. You know? So, yeah. That, that's a that's a huge thing. But what's some of your uh, like pet peeves, though, as far as like jobs and shit like that? Like, you know... Places that you've worked and like uh, their practices. Okay, shit. My my first pet peeve: not getting a motherfucking raise. Right, right, <laughs> right. Pet peeve of mine. You exactly. Know what I'm because like that's a part of keeping your employees happy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Shit. Uh, shit. I hadn't gotten a raise in a very long time. When I say a very long time, I mean mm -hmm. over twelve months. You know? Yeah. And um, shit. Every. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to kick a motherfucker some money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of times. You, you know what I'm saying? That's why you're supposed to get a raise every, what? What they say? Six months? or Right, right. Something like that. I know totally a like lot that. of companies don't abide by that. that. Yeah. And a lot of them do just being cheap, trying to, you know, save on this, this, that, and whatever, and cut corners. And, you know, running a business, I get it, but you're going to have a lot more trials and tribulations having a high-ass turnaround and hiring people back and forth because you're getting motherfuckers to quit than if you just throw that little extra money. Right. You know what I'm saying? That I know y'all got. Right. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? That, that, right. That's just the part right. that just be killing me about it. And that was one of the determining factors, too, when I decided to separate from 
my previous job and move on to the job that I'm doing now because you know, I had been there for a few years or whatever. We saw no raises, you know, me along with a couple of other employees, with, with a lot of other employees there too. And it's just like, well, damn, y'all want to move us around. Y'all want us to know and cross train and know four, five, six, seven different jobs. Mm. Y'all not mm. offering no coin for that. Yeah. Which sounds crazy yeah, as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Right. That don't make no sense. That makes no sense at <laughs> all. And I was talking to like my union um, steward about it or whatever, because, you know, I had just kind of, you know, with my previous job, I had just joined the emergency team and all of that shit and was still a regular specialist, still having to do customer service shit and all of that, plus do emergency shit as well. And plus I had been there for a couple of years and plus I had pretty much knew what my job is, knew mm-hmm. what my role is. You know, I had people coming to me, you know, who had came there after me, asking me what to do here and what to do there and shit like that. So I feel like this, I'm emergency, I'm training, I'm still doing regular customer service shit. I'm still doing paperwork. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it, it was a lot of shit to have to do to have not saw no bit no benefits, right. no no increase in pay right. for that shit. Right. You know? And it's it's like I'm here to do this work yeah. to get money for it. I'm not here be just because I love y'all. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. So don't expect me to do shit on the love mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's not what this relationship is. You right. Know what I'm right. Saying? This is, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm here to put in time to get money back. You know what I'm saying? So if I start doing extra shit, I'm expecting extra money. Yeah. You know what I'm in saying? In some shape, form, or fashion. Yeah. No, need- I'm just expecting hard, hard, cold, extra money. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, not in no shape, form, or fashion. I'm expecting direct money yeah. for and, that. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Part. I feel you. And I felt like somebody, I don't know where I learned that at, but... A lot of people say that it's not true, you know what I'm saying, as far as working with jobs or whatever. But when you learn something new, you should get paid for that. Yeah, you know what facts. I'm saying? Facts. And the place that I worked with, they had opportunity for you to do customer service in multiple ways, move departments, do emergency shit, and a gang of other things, too, without getting paid. But they kind of set it up to where we're prepping you to be basically a part of leadership and then you would get paid once you advance to that leadership. Mm-hmm. But my thing is that y'all got y'all had motherfuckers in positions of leadership that didn't know the basic shit that we knew. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So how the fuck is that the case? Right. How the fuck is that the case? Because if that's <laughs> if that if, if we looking at it in that standpoint, we could have been a part of leadership from from jump really. Right. Because there's so many leaders in that bitch that just did not know shit. Mm-hmm. That don't know shit. Don't mm-hmm. even know the basics of shit. Like hmm. <laughs> So that's what y'all call yourself doing? Hmm. Y'all want to prep niggas and shit? Like, no. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Cash on delivery. <laughs> okay. As soon as I learned that right. shit. Right. Exactly. Me. Exactly. Like, I even give you a... <clears throat> and I just meant, like, kind of, like, incentives and shit like that, too. Like, y'all weren't even offering no incentives. No free parking. Mm. You know, shit like that. Like, you know, we had to pay for parking every fucking right. day, pretty much, if you didn't want to wake up at the crack of dawn to catch the shuttle to that bitch. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So, I just mean, like, incentives. Y'all didn't even offer any incentives to want to do this sort of shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So, that's what I meant by, like, shape, form, and fashion. But, like, y'all just fuck it. Do this shit. We expect y'all to do this. We expect you to know this. Learn it. Know it. And that's it. Like, what? And do it. Right. Uh-huh. And, and that's it. How do you sound? Yeah. Yeah, crazy did a month. For real. And, and that lead into another point too with, with me with 
a lot of that shit, as far as like getting into leadership and getting into positions to where you're higher up, come from a lot of brown nose and favoritism, ass kissing. Mm. That's another pet peeve of mine. Can't do it. I, that, that'll never be me. I'll never mm-hmm. be that type of bitch. Right. I don't mind coming in, getting along with everybody. You know, I'm social as fuck. You know what I mean? I come in like, what's up? You know, if you make a friend or two along the way, that's just a bonus for me, you know? But all that extra brown nose and shit, like, um, Oh my god, it's oh my god. Let me let me let me get your, your coffee for you, boss, and all that bullshit. Like, uh, I hate to see it. Yeah, I hate to see it. Yeah, <laughs> no tap dancing ass. It just looks so fucking yeah. Mouse, what you need, man? Mouse, that shit just looks so. And then black. you, it make me look so bad because I'm looking at your ass and I'm not gonna do that shit. I so, ain't about to do nowhere near that shit. So it's I'm really looking bad as hell. And shit, that's why I see. Thank God that during this time that I got a, a side, I don't know if I should, if I'm denigrating, if I call it a side hustle, that I have a, I'm self-employed as well. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Because, like, that shit is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Just, girl, bye. Yeah, and, and you you need another flow of income if you're relying on these raggedy motherfuckers to support you, you exactly. know? Especially if exactly. y'all gonna be on the type of time to where y'all just wanna up and fire a bitch for no reason, basically, and just up and fire a bitch at y'all whim when y'all feel like it, when this, this, that, and whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If y'all have the power and the opportunity to do that and y'all gonna fuck me over like that, then yeah, I better have a side hustle See, or another means and, of income. And that's, that's what I'm saying. Thank God that I have that yeah. avenue because it just, it's only so much I'm just a prideful person. You know right. what I'm saying? And after all a while, yeah. it be like, fuck this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. After a while, it be like, mm-hmm. it, yeah. it's just, I know me. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it be like that, you know? And I know for you, you know, when you first told me of it, that's why I, I wasn't really mm-hmm. concerned about you because I know that you a hustler, and I know you got another way to make shit happen. You know what I mean? Right, I just know for right. you, it was more so of a ego blow, and it was just like, damn, this what y'all want to do and right, right now, right? Of all times, right? Like, this is how y'all want to play it, but yeah, that's that's just uh, that's when you working for another motherfucker. That's just always a a, a okay. chance that it can Get go like that. Shit, y'all, this is the best time. This is the best time to go out there and do shit. That you like to do, market that shit yep. for free. Yeah. And then go make money. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. While you're at quarantine, you would definitely be putting to get together a business plan or some sort of way to just cultivate your creative, your creativeness and mm-hmm. yeah, make that shit into something that can, you know, generate some revenue for you mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you can definitely you can do, do it. You can. You know what I'm this saying? is the, actually this is the ideal time. Right. And I'm not and nobody doing shit. Ain't shit open. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody's doing nothing. And not even just t- during quarantine, just this time period. You know what I'm saying? Where people, the main people that shit that people doing is going on Instagram. You know, what online. Saying? Yep. Promoting where your business could be. You know. Yep. And yeah. You know what I'm saying? Go, go take advantage of this shit right now before they start making y'all. You know, not even gonna say fill in the blank. Go take advantage of this. Yeah. And make your own money because yeah. you can do it. It's easy as hell right now to make your own money. Yeah, and it's on free platforms: Twitter, Instagram, all that shit right. to promote yourself. <laughs> and I think a lot of people, like in the generations before us, not really understanding and getting that. Because you know, 
a lot of people, you know, I the job that I left or whatever it was, a city job, you know, it mm-hmm. had its pension and perks and all of that shit like that too. Mm-hmm. So it was a couple of people questioning it, like, you know, older people questioning it, like, you know, you really want to do that and leave, you know, a job with the city and, you know, with all them perks and benefits and shit like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like, I, like niggas ain't 60 years old. It, it, this is a whole new time. This is a whole new day. Right. It's mm-hmm. always opportunities out yep. here for you mm-hmm. to do something and better yourself. Mm-hmm. And I would even have the older people who have been there with the city for this particular department tell me, like, look, we are only here because we vested already. Mm-hmm. And I had about about a good six, seven people tell me that who've been there 10 plus years, you know, mm-hmm. like we only here because we vested. If you young and you do this shit, it's a good opportunity for you to get some more knowledge under your belt. It's a good opportunity for you to, you know, learn certain things that you may have not known, you know, get a better idea as far as like how this shit works. But just use that knowledge to do other things because like a city job ain't necessarily where it's at no more, especially in this particular city. You know, if you can get out, work this shit as long as you can work it. And get the fuck out and do bigger and better things. Yeah, and yeah. use the tools that we have available now, like the internet, online, all this promoting and things mm-hmm. like that that you can do to your advantage. Right. And that's what and that's really so what they that. told me. They they've been telling me that for a jump, and I've kept that in the back of my mind. Who told you? About five or six of the representatives that have been there, that's that's tenure there, who are just staying there because they are they got the time already invested. You know, mm. they're vested employees there. And they're just staying there strictly because of that. But they want out so fucking bad. Mm-hmm. And they make it known at every meeting, every like conference that we have, you know, board meeting and shit. And just talking to us in general. They let us know that like if we were not vested, we would get the fuck on. Mm-hmm. And we 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 basically telling y'all to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. We recommend y'all do the same shit. Don't waste your time and be vested in this shit. Cause working the city job like this ain't where it's at no more. Mm-hmm. So and I took heed of that. I'm going to take heed of whatever they telling me. Because mm-hmm. they, if I'm hearing the same shit from six, seven different people, that's definitely something I should take into consideration. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. So I, I just basically kept that, like I said, in the back of my mind. And when it was time to make that move and something better came along, bitch is gone. Right. I'm out of here. I was gone. I'm out of here. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, you got another one? I wanted to get into lazy ass management and higher up positions. Mm. And just even higher up positions in general. Because when I'm thinking about those who are on the front line of these jobs, like the people who directly deal with the customers or those who deal directly with the inner workings of any company, Uh the higher ups really don't know shit about that. If they started from the bottom, chances are it's years and years and years and years after that. So they don't know the climate of what we're dealing with now. Right. Or right. if they came in on some external type shit and just was brought in because they got a certain degree in their background or whatever like that. They definitely don't know what's going on because they ain't been on the front line. They came in just basically off the ramifications of them having a degree or them having a you know experience in that particular field. Right. So they, they, they really don't know what the fuck is going on. So, like, when I think of, like, higher-ups and, like, management team leads and shit like that, they just don't want to work. That shit irritates the fuck out of me. And I've dealt with it at pretty much every job I've been at. You've always had that one-ass higher-up in management, you know, or in a higher-up position that just do not want to do shit. Mm-hmm. And just want to get off and get over on 
I bet you I manage it. What's up? You know, mm-hmm. like, no, nigga, it's going to be times, uh, you know, especially if you down here with us, that you're going to have to fucking, you know, pull your sleeves up and get the fuck to work, you know? Mm, right. I can't stand right. that shit. Yeah. Yeah, they, they be so far removed from being in your position, you know what I'm saying, that they don't even take the shit that you got to deal with in account, you know what I'm saying? They just know the outcome that they want. Right. And especially in working in, like, food and shit like that, too. You know, I was thinking about, like, another job that I had, like, some years ago. And, you know, basically food. You know, food, you dealing with all types of shit. You dealing with the food, one. You dealing with outrageous-ass customers that, you know, come in want to be on their high horse. You dealing with the other employees. You dealing with the maintenance and the keep up of the building, labor, the product. It, it's a lot of shit to deal with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, when I got into a management position there... Although I did not get and understand a lot of things going on with labor, I didn't mind asking questions. I, I wanted to learn more. I wanted to know more, like, what the fuck I was doing, you know? But it, it's just that you if you don't have the tools and shit to really get trained or be trained and shit like that, it's hard for you. Mm-hmm. Right. And they do a lot of on-the-job training, quote-unquote, which yeah. is basically also known Go. as throw your ass mm-hmm. on the job. Let you fuck up and then want to reprimand you about fucking up. Right. Like, huh? Right. You told me to learn this shit on my own. Exactly. This is supposed to be on the job training. Mm-hmm. So if I fuck something up and I ain't had no training privy to this, how can you sit up there and say anything to me about fucking anything? Right. I don't know this shit. Right. Train me. Right. And I notice a lot of jobs don't want to do thorough training for whatever the reason. I don't know if it's because of time or if they just too fucking lazy to really put a plan together to get you a beast at your job mm-hmm. really when you come in but like probably the time and they mm-hmm. and they maybe sometimes they need the people because yeah. I know my former employer you know what I'm saying first you know what I'm saying I know this orientation and training went from like two weeks to like a few days you know what I'm saying? which is crazy which is crazy I became a beast at my jobs basically by fucking up and having to get it corrected and then learning from it mm-hmm. I've never had thorough training at mm-hmm. any job Mm-hmm. Any job, I'm really sitting here running down the list right now, mm-hmm. and I don't. I, I've never had thorough training. They'll mm-hmm. show you as either a punk ass video mm-hmm. and let you get on the line, or they'll just tell you, "But well, this is what we do here. This, 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 this," and then that'll be it. Mm-hmm. You on the line, and you have to fuck up, and sometimes fuck up multiple times to really be a beast at your job, mm-hmm. which I, I, I think is kind of crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we got through it or whatever, you know, just like how anything else, you're going to adjust and adapt to your surroundings and your right, circumstances. Right. But I just think that's crazy, especially if you're yeah. going to turn around and reprimand me about fucking right. up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel And, you know, I worked in the you know food service industry as mm-hmm. well, and I worked at a restaurant. And I, you know, I was a waitress, and that shit is fucking insane, you know what I'm saying? Because right. you got to deal with the customer. In their attitude. Yeah. And then if they want drinks, you got to deal with the bartender and their attitude. Mm-hmm. And how they feel about you and what their relationship is. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then sometimes you got to go in the back and deal with the cooks and deal with their attitude. Yep. Attitudes on attitudes. They got going on. You know what I'm saying? Because I done had to, on some real shit, um, at times, like, how long on my motherfucking food, nigga? You right. know what I'm saying? And I ain't playing. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. On some, it get like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where you gotta, you know, that's a a stressful ass work environment. And then gotta go back out there and smile and shit. You and know pretend like ain't shit happen. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Speaking of that job, a big, very, very big pet peeve of mine, which 
Shit, now would be a good time to use this to my advantage if I ever wanted to <laughs> um, talk to an attorney about any of these niggas. Is these jobs that don't be giving your ass no break. Mm. Like, yeah. They don't, you know what I'm saying? They don't expect you to take a break. Like, yeah. It's like, what, y'all, y'all don't got time for a nigga to take a break? Y'all understand? Like, what is it? Right. Because I'm a, you gotta take your break. Take your fucking break. It's there for, you're supposed to have a break for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but when they get to be mandated and then they have certain entities that are on their ass about it, they'll kind of be on your head about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Or if they trying to cut down on labor, they'll be on your head about it too. Like, mm-hmm. they, they want that extra 30 minutes or an hour, whatever you get for break. To not pay you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's really kind of contingent upon that. But yeah, yeah, I've definitely had times where I've hit the ixnay on that break, like, for no reason. I'm like, what is a break? Girl. Sometimes I don't even be knowing what a break is no more. That shit's crazy. Shit's nuts. But what else have you had to deal with, like, on a job that you just know ain't right? Uh, This is my biggest pet peeve. Lack of communication. Facts. Oh my Lack goodness. Yes. Oh my God. The left hand don't know what the right hand doing. This person don't know. You know what I'm saying? You got There's no chain. You know what I'm saying? You got to go and tell this person. And then this motherfucker not going to tell the next person. So you got to go and tell 10 motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no uh, email link or it ain't no, no memo, group no chat, you know, or you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm fucking my don't goodness. know how to communicate effectively, but be puzzled when shit go awry. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody knew what the fuck was going on. And that's so crazy that you say that though, because you know, I'm you know, work for a utility company for the city and shit, and I would have customers telling me about policies that we've got into play. Either shit mm-hmm. they heard on the news, uh, notice that they got in the mail. Or some shit that they found on the internet. And I'd be like, no, that ain't no shit that we doing or whatever. Then mm-hmm. come to find out when you go and ask questions. Oh, yeah, we just put that into place yesterday. And shit like that. I'm like, well, damn. Y'all mm-hmm. wasn't going to tell us. Right. So that I'm not talking to the customer looking dumb as fuck. <laughs> and got the customer telling me what the fuck is going on at my job. Right. Like, do y'all know how fucking crazy that make us look? Right. I mean, have said, oh, hold on. Let me let me get more information on that. Like, what? Right. Oh, they, sorry. They didn't tell me. They didn't tell me. That. Sorry. <laughs> and, and the thing is that it got to a point to where... I was just keeping a hundred with the customers, like, oh, we were not made privy of that change. You know, <laughs> thank you for informing me, but I do have more clarification on it. Mm. Yes, that is a thing. The <laughs> fuck, we look crazy and right. we sound crazy, mm-hmm. and that have everything to do with like reputation and shit like that. But I think that with my particular job, you know, with a utility company, you basically as a consumer, like as a customer, have no other options but to utilize that utility company. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If there's no other options available, like, oh, well, y'all, I'm some bullshit. I can go to such and such. Right. Like that. There's not that. There's mm-hmm. not like a food chain or like a grocery store chain where you, if you don't like one, you can go to the other. This is one utility company that provides you with a service that no one else is providing. Right. So you stuck <laughs> with us. You stuck with us, basically. So mm-hmm. I think that's why they not really as gung-ho about not running it as shitty as they do. Mm-hmm. And just kind of letting shit just fall by the wayside as far as communication and all that, because mm. niggas didn't have no other option, you know. Right. What you gonna What you gonna do? What you gonna do? <laughs> like, who else is gonna provide you with this service? Right. We the only motherfuckers. Don't nobody time. want you. Don't nobody need you. And that's it. It's <laughs> like I, that shit is crazy. That shit is nuts to me. Y'all should just still have a sense of reality and a sense of us not sounding like fucking buffoons when right. we're talking to these people. Yes, I hate that shit. Shit is nuts. Mm-hmm. I hate that shit. So, definitely. But 
you know, with this whole work from home thing and everything like that, you know, for me with the new job, I'm still in training or whatever. I am getting a sense of how they do things and run things. And I'm, I'm liking it because, you know, with this, this is different for us. We're probably like the first training group that has done virtual training mm-hmm. and remote training mm-hmm. the way that we're doing with this. Because, you know, when we started, of course, wasn't nobody working. Everybody was already working from home. And I'm noticing that with the technical issues that we're having, you know, with like the paperwork and virtual things that we're doing, they own it. Mm-hmm. They're getting That's us together. Good. All you got to do is send that quick email, let them know, whoop de whoop, and they're getting it done. Like the, either the same day or the next day. So I am really liking that. Mm-hmm. You know, this whole thing, because, you know, I haven't been to the office yet. You know, we started off remotely and online, and that's just how we've been rocking until everybody go back, you know, from the quarantine shit. And it's, uh, despite all the technical difficulties and things like that, they are really willing and able to help and assist. And if they can't assist directly, they are pointing us in the right direction right. to somebody who can assist. Mm. So I'm loving the fuck out of that. I'm already really liking the way that they handle situations and handle obstacles, you know? Mm. So that's been cool. That's good. And my trainer is dope, too. He's he's good. He's pretty good. So. That's what's up. Yeah. But that other job, <clears throat> them motherfuckers right there. Especially when they ain't tell us that they wasn't feeding us anymore. <laughs> they got me like, fucked up. Y'all, you like no food? Yeah. I'm not going to get no food. Y'all not feeding us? And we working yeah. this like that shit? Y'all don't love us. Oh, and then they talking about some, you know, we got security or whatever that's there at night with us. You know, I do midnight shift or whatever, mm-hmm. 11 to 7. They talking about they quote unquote making changes to security's schedule. I told LP that was there, you know, that you know that was telling me about the situation. I told her flat out, I say, Will you let me know when you work so I can know when I come in? Because <laughs> right. who won't be in this bitch in the middle of the night without security <laughs> is me. Right. It's Pete. <laughs> I won't be doing that. Yeah. So y'all can have a good one. And I, know I don't, need, I don't even want to waste either. y'all time. Right. I don't want to waste y'all time coming up here and having to leave back out when y'all say there ain't no security in this bitch. <laughs> Sorry. Right. It won't be me. I won't be doing it. I get y'all trying to make cuts and you know everybody taking an L and y'all trying to still make money over there. <laughs> <laughs> Take this cut. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna cut this whole shit out. <laughs> and the other guy who do the same job that I do, but throughout the week or whatever, he uh-huh. said the same shit basically. Like. No, no, I won't be in here without no security. Right. That's just putting us too at risk. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. If y'all think this is a quote-unquote suburb that we work in or whatever, we're shit not beyond some crazy shit happening. Right. right. That'll just be that one-off time where some shit will go down and there's no security here. Right. Good. Crazy. I'm good, love, and joy. For real. Like, what? Are y'all serious? Yeah. They trying to figure this shit out, but that ain't the way. <laughs> Not yeah. for me. And everybody winging it. You know, this is some shit that nobody expected. We didn't mm-hmm. expect for everything to be shut down, us to be quarantined. You know, I get it. But you got to take into consideration the decisions that y'all are making and right. how it's going to affect the people that's working there. True that. Because people still, I don't give a fuck what's going on. They're not going to work under certain conditions. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's that on that. Same way. So, Yeah. We got any uh, last thoughts on this subject? I really don't, but I do. I do want to talk about Trump and his uh, conference that he had about the COVID nineteen. I'm sorry, I know we ain't really supposed to be going into this because we kind of try to get away from it or whatever and uh-huh. take people's mind off of it. But 
This guy is a fucking character. He is. Your, your dog, number 45. Like, not he tripping. Dog. He tripping in the conferences. Basically, you know, he addressed the country and everything like that. And basically, he's kind of making it seem like the shit is not as bad as it is. Mm-hmm. You know, just talking to everybody. And I get, you know, you want to keep everybody calm and things like that. But niggas can read. <laughs> right. Niggas is watching the news. Yeah, niggas is, keep, going is on. keeping online what's going on. You know, you pass your little stimulus package or whatever like that, which I think is kind of fucked up that college students ain't getting shit. Mm. If you, you know, you know, still dependent on your parents and things like that, they getting nothing. Mm. But, you know, you got the whole thing set up to where if you make a certain amount of money, you're going to get the $1,200 and, you know, you're going to get the $600 or whatever like that. Shit. Yeah. But yeah. It's not really doing shit, not but, shit. you know, better than nothing. But again, it's uh, you not know, shit. got to take you can get, but whatever. <laughs> but. You know, when the reporters was asking them questions and, you know, basically just telling them, it was pretty much a brag fest. Like, you know, we're running this thing and, you know, Pence is doing a great job. And, you know, we're just doing this this whole thing under my presidency and nobody's ever passed a bill like this. I'm like, yeah, we ain't never had no fucked up situation right. like this either. That's kind of your fault because <laughs> right. you knew about the shit three months ago. But okay, right. nigga, if you want us to dick suck you or whatever, we'll play along for right now. The fuck? Like, what are you talking right. about? One really. of the reporters asked them, like, you know, he got kids too that's at home, you know, off school or whatever. He's like, well, what do you what do you want to say to like the kids and everything that are at home board not really understanding and you know what's going on? This nigga gonna say, Tell them to be proud of your presidency, tell them to be proud of your country. We're doing a great job. Tell them that you know they should have you know, basically just just uh, you know, pride in how we're handling this situation. Tell them that. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm not about to say tell no 12-year-old that shit. They want real answers. That's what Trump said? Yes, basically in a nutshell, but it was a big brag fest, and basically, please suck my dick mm. in this whole conference of him addressing the country. And I'm just like, you know, he dick sucking off pants or whatever. You know, he kind of like the, you know, he's the nigga that's the the COVID overseer right now and shit. And basically, talking to the governors about getting them vetting letters and shit like that. He's the one that's been kind of doing the whole thing. You know, just tell you know, Pence is doing a great job. He's excellent. This, this, thing, whatever. I'm like. Yeah, it was a point in time where you damn near wanted to fire that nigga. Stop playing with me. Right. Like, like, like let, let's 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 not play around. You know what I mean? Like he he just was talking so much shit. And then I guess him and you know Governor Whitmer, which is of course the governor here, you know, for Michigan, mm-hmm. they got a kind of little beef going on or whatever, because he's saying basically, <laughs> bitch, you're ungrateful. And he basically said, you know, Pence is a different guy than I am, you know, because she's so ungrateful. I just would have told Pence to not even call her ass. I'm like, what? <laughs> What? Are you crazy, nigga? I'm like, so the residents of Michigan should basically just die and suffer because you and Whitmer got beef and she's right, ungrateful, right. according to you. Uh, I, I just, I, I couldn't, I, he, I couldn't with him. He think it's okay. He think this shit is fine. And th- 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 this shit is real out here, y'all. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I just, I, I had to go on that little rant for a minute because, like, it, it's getting nuts. Like, you know, we got hospitals basically telling people, look, if you got a slim chance of living or if you elderly, it's over for you. At this point, they're desperate. They lack of equipment, lack of beds. They about to open up Cobo Hall and put beds in that bitch. Mm. It's, it's, it's that. So, you know, like, it just think about number 45 and just the fucking high horse that he's on and the fact that he just really, honestly, don't really give a fuck about nothing and nobody, you know? Right. 
And my whole thing is that if you want to basically say fuck the elderly and shit like that, and if you a certain age and whatever, whatever like that, then y'all motherfuckers step up to the plate. All y'all niggas in y'all seventies, right? Y'all be the ones to put yourself on the line and be like, oh, okay, right. <laughs> since they can do it, yeah. Since y'all saying fuck the elderly at this point, like this is I don't, I don't know. It just sounds crazy to me, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. So I don't know. But I, I just had to get that off real quick because this shit is nuts to me. Mm-hmm. The whole way the situation is being handled, the fact that it even got this bad, the fact that, it, you know, our state, you know, here in Michigan is, you know, one of the epicenters now for the whole shit. It's crazy that it even got like this, yeah, especially when crazy. we knew the shit was coming, you know? Mm-hmm. We knew it. We knew it. Yeah, it's crazy. So... But yeah, yeah. So that's all I wanted to get off real quick, though, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we got a segue from that. Into- oh, oh my. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Talk about um something a little lighter. <laughs> Our back black business of the week. Black business. Yeah. All right, who you got? So this week we have um. Very delicious cakes. Okay, shout um, out. It's by um someone that I uh, used to work with. Her name is Brianna Berry, and she makes like all types of cakes and treats. Dinners here and there. You know what okay. I'm saying? And I got one of those, you know, those what do you call them? Strawberry shortcake cakes. They look like the eclair ice cream or whatever. Yeah. And it was delicious. Oh, right. It was now. delicious. Um, y'all can see pictures of it if you want to on the page, uh, you know, Dale Dom podcast on IG. It was good. And it was like days later, she got it to me. It wasn't ghetto as hell. She had a full wrapped around that bitch on a plate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she had a box, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, like it was good, you know? And, you know, so shout out to... Very delicious cakes, you know. I do plan to patronize her uh, some more because I love sweets and shit, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And I think right now she's still working. All right, now shouts out to Very Delicious Cakes, yes. black business owner. Yes. Love it, love it, love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you got a word for us? Yes, I do. Uh wish someone would have told me real quick for y'all. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of tied into what we were talking about. Um, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish someone would have told me that sometimes you really got to take a leap of faith, you know, and I've been really mm-hmm. dealing with that a lot lately as yeah. far as like a couple of things that I've done as far as decision making in my life. And then, you know, this career change that I just did. Sometimes you got to take a leap of faith. And it took me a long time to really understand and know that because I grew up basically with the what kind of a viewpoint of having a sense of security was the most important thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like we were saying earlier in this time, now that we live in, it's a lot of other ways to generate income and make money. So sometimes if you're in a spot to where you're unhappy or where you feel like you're being wronged or you're being treated bad, you're not getting paid what you feel like you're worth as far as for your, you know, your job duties and what you're doing, taking a leap of faith is definitely the move. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing is that you do want to, make sure that you have security at the same time. But it's just basically trusting your judgment, trusting your instincts and making this decision that may be out of the ordinary for you. Right. Whether it be following a dream, trying out an idea, switching professions, switching a college major, whatever 
that is, you know, suitable to you for your time, you know, mm-hmm. right now in life. Mm-hmm. Where you at? And there's nothing wrong with that. You always want to trust your better judgment and trust yourself before anybody. Right. And your path is going to be 100% different from what someone else's is. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the times when I was like coming up, I would look at people that found their passion or found something that they knew that they wanted to do early on, mm-hmm. like young as hell, and really stuck with them. Be like, damn, I really wish I had a passion or wish I had, you know, what I wanted to do just down pack like they did. Right. But you got to remember, your path is going to be different. Right. Yeah. Your path is going to be something that's suitable to you. It's going to suit you. So if someone has found their passion and you really looking at them like, you know, damn, you know, I want that or with a sign of envy, don't worry. Your time is coming. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Yeah. You know, clap, clap, clap it up for them. That's mm-hmm. good. Their path is not your path. So sometimes when you take that leap of faith and you just go on your instincts and your judgment, it really can take you into wonderful places, mm-hmm. regardless to if you're down for a certain time, you know, for that point, or if you're up, better times will always come. Yeah. And no matter what. Mm-hmm. So it's basically just you trusting your judgment and trusting yourself and listening to that little voice, that inner voice in your head. It's like, do this. Right. Or yeah. this will be a good idea. This will be a good suggestion. And just really trust your instincts. Now, I ain't talking about taking a leap of faith on these fuck-ass, bum-ass niggas, because you can spot a bum nigga from a far away, you know, <laughs> and you know what niggas be about a lot of the times beforehand, you know. Leap over them. Yeah, yeah. You definitely want to jump over and take your faith and leap and bound over their ass. <laughs> but I just mean as far as you and your life, your career, your path. Trust yourself, trust your gut, trust your instinct, and let it be a God for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm still kind of learning that now, but I just wish someone would have told me that earlier, earlier on. Yeah. That would have been something yeah. that I would have kind of took into consideration. And it could have changed things, you know, for better or for worse. You know, we don't know. Right. But as I'm learning things now, I'm taking it as this is something to learn. I'm not beating myself up for not knowing it earlier. Mm -hmm. I'm not beating myself up for somebody else knowing it before I did. I'm not doing none of that. I'm taking it as it comes, and I'm walking my own path as I see fit for me. And that's what I just recommend everybody do. Right. For sure. So. True. Where someone would have told me. Yes. Follow your own path. Yeah, definitely. And follow your instincts. That that, that gut and that sixth sense is there for a reason. And it's talking to you. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Listen. So, okay, like it. Oh, thank you, thank Love you, thank you. Thanks. I mean, yeah, that's it, that's it, that's it. Anything else you got on your mind? <clears throat> um, no, not really. I just want to say, um, just a very, very nice and polite fuck you to the place that fired me, <laughs> and I cannot wait to shit on you. Very hard. I'm gonna nigga say fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. That's it, and that's all I have to say. That's that's my last word, and that's that on that. Mm-hmm. And that's a good mentality to have. Fuck them niggas. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Love it. All right, everybody. Well, you know to hit us up and like, comment, subscribe, and all that good stuff to the online available platforms. <laughs> 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 I ain't know what I wanted to say there, but whatever. <laughs> Yes, please um, interact with us on Instagram, which is Dale Dime Podcast, D-E-L-D-O-M-M-E Podcast on Instagram 
or you know what I'm saying, just say what's up to us or something. You know what I'm saying? Yep, definitely, definitely. Shouts out to all our listeners and definitely hit us up on the Twitter, which is formerly Too Delicate Demina, but now is <laughs> Delicate Dom Pod at Delicate Dom Pod. That is on Twitter. And then, of course, if you got any, you know, comments, suggestions, or anything you want to get off, the Gmail is also there, direct mm-hmm. email. Which is delicate dominance at gmail.com. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely hit us up. Especially because y'all not doing shit. <laughs> so quarantine life. Take your time, sit down, and send us a fucking email because y'all not doing shit. Okay? <laughs> oh shit. Now that's <laughs> that damn email now, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but for real, yep, definitely hit us up and don't forget to uh, like, rate, and uh, comment, subscribe, subscribe, all that available on the Google and Spotify and gang other platforms for your listening pleasure. Support. Oh, and if you um, if you have a black business and you know you would like for us to maybe highlight your black business on here, um. DM us about that. For sure. Yeah. Yep. Always looking for black businesses. I don't yes. already put my bitches on notice. Right, or we just, you know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe not right this second, second. I don't know, depending on what it is, but we like to spend money. Definitely. We do. We like to spend money, y'all. Definitely, yeah. Don't get crazy. We ain't got a lot of money. I'm not saying we got a lot of money. The niggas ain't rolling in the dough. You know, they got a new job, but bitches still got bills. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying, when we, you know what I'm saying, we... We like to patronize black businesses when we do spend mm-hmm. money. You know what I'm saying? When we spend. Right. Yep. So if we are going to spend some money, you know what I'm saying, we're going to spend it with somebody anyway. If we could do it the African-American way, then we'll do it that way. That way. Well, not African-American, black. I just want to say black. So if we can do it the black way, we're going to do it. For sure. But yep. All right. Other than that, it's been the Delicate Dominance Podcast, Queen yes. P. Yes. And auto. All right, and we gone. Love y'all. Thanks for listening. Later. <laughs> <laughs>